This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, June 6, 2020. This week in security news, on 11 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. Ten of these alerts dealt with developments related to ongoing demonstrations, rioting, and destructive behavior in cities across the U.S. Most important for this report. On Friday, Alert USA subscribers were notified of large anti-Trump protests planned for Saturday, June 6, in Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, and numerous other cities across the U.S. During a Thursday press briefing, D.C. Police Chief Peter Newsom stated, quote, We have a lot of public, open-source information to suggest that the event this upcoming Saturday will be one of the largest we have had in the city, and the federal government is taking no chances. At a Justice Department news conference, Attorney General William Barr said that more than 100 security officials were injured in Washington last weekend alone amid demonstrations protesting the killing of George Floyd. The AG stated that individuals in Lafayette Park, just north of the White House, used crowbars to dig pavers from the ground and then hurled them, resulting in head injuries to those who were behind police lines, including numerous members of the Secret Service and other federal officers. As a result, in advance of this weekend's protests, the Secret Service announced it would be closing certain areas around the White House. New security fencing has been installed around the broader complex, significantly expanding the security zone to include Lafayette Park, as well as the 52-acre Ellipse Park and its roadways, sidewalks, and side panels immediately to the south. Federal troops, including 600 active-duty military police from Fort Bragg and Fort Drum, New York, have been deployed to the National Capital Region and are staging at Andrews Air Force Base outside of Washington. These forces could be called upon if necessary. To date, policing of the city has been left to law enforcement officers and National Guard troops. As of Thursday, 1,200 D.C. National Guard forces were already on duty, and 3,300 others were already in the district or about to arrive from Florida, Indiana, Maryland, Missouri, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Utah. According to White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany, the use of active-duty military would only come if National Guard troops proved insufficient to quell riots and looting that had been part of some of the protests. Earlier in the week, President Trump threatened to deploy the military if states and cities failed to quell the demonstrations. Quote, if a city or state refuses to take the actions necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. While this report has primarily focused on efforts to prepare for and respond to violent protests in the nation's capital, listeners are again reminded that protests will be taking place in the coming days and weeks across the U.S., including in such cities as New York, Atlanta, Columbus, Louisville, Phoenix, Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles. In addition, this past week has seen a growing trend of more radical protests moving from inner cities and downtown areas into more affluent suburbs. In fact, some elected officials are actually encouraging this tactic, such as is the case with Buffalo City Councilman Rashid Wyatt, who this week live-streamed a call within which he directed looters and rioters to go to non-black neighborhoods. Quote, Why would we tear up our own neighborhood? I see all the protests going on throughout the country and we are tearing up our own neighborhood. Go somewhere else and loot. Loot somewhere else. Wyatt goes on to comment how he believes Dr. Martin Luther King was only nonviolent because black people didn't own enough guns to win and stated that he believes looters should leave their own communities and wreak havoc in others. Alert USA urges listeners, regardless of your location, to make it a daily habit to check local media in your city to determine if there are demonstrations planned and to exercise caution. Once again, Alert USA also urges listeners to maintain perspective on the events of the last two weeks. Remember that a national election is just months away. 
just as was demonstrated in 2016 in the run-up to and immediately following the election of Donald Trump as president, left-leaning groups across America leveraged every opportunity to sow discord, destroy businesses, disrupt commerce, and stir up mayhem. Add into the current mix the historically high unemployment rate brought about by the national response to the coronavirus and the overall desperation of millions of Americans whose lives have been turned upside down or whose businesses have been ruined, and it's easy to see that we have the makings for a potentially very dangerous summer and autumn ahead, both on a local level as well as nationally. Caution and vigilance are urged. In public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there were more than 1,894,000 confirmed COVID-19 cases in the U.S., as well as 109,000 deaths. That's 109,000 deaths in just the past few months. In addition, federal and state health authorities are watching closely to see if the widespread demonstrations and rioting results in a new surge in COVID-19 case numbers. Alert USA encourages listeners to remain conscious of the need to maintain social distancing protocols when out and about. You can find more on these stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. Alert USA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment, as well as remains in regular contact with federal and state partners regarding the evolving situation with the coronavirus and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. Alert USA cautions listeners that the U.S. still faces significant threats from Iran and its proxies in this hemisphere. In addition, numerous Islamic State media groups continue their online propaganda campaigns, threatening attacks, as well as their efforts to inspire individuals to carry out attacks on their own. Just last week, Alert USA subscribers were notified of a new audio message by Islamic State media spokesman Abu Hamza al-Qureshi, who said the COVID-19 coronavirus was Allah's punishment for crusaders and that recent attacks are only a taste of what lie ahead. And just two weeks ago, FBI Director William Ray publicly stated that al-Qaeda and its offshoots, including al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, remain intent on attacking the U.S. wherever they can, and that the threat is real. As Alert USA subscribers are regularly reminded, transnational terrorist organizations, including the Islamic State and al-Qaeda, continue to urge recruits and followers to adopt easy-to-use tools to target public places and events. Specific tactics have included the use of vehicle ramming, small arms, edged weapons, homemade explosives, and poisons or toxins. Some terrorist groups overseas are using battlefield experiences to pursue new technologies and tactics, such as unmanned aerial systems and chemical agents that could be used outside of conflict zones. Many of these technologies are readily available. Additionally, terrorists continue to target commercial aviation and air cargo, including with concealed explosives. As the U.S. and the world slowly attempt to reopen following this first round with the coronavirus, Alert USA again urges caution and vigilance when out in public. Our adversaries are watching and may very well attempt to take advantage of the current circumstances involving civil unrest and the coronavirus to carry out attacks. In travel security news, listeners are also reminded that in addition to a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution which warns of the continuing threat of terrorism, political violence, and criminal activity globally, the U.S. State Department has issued a global Level 4 Do Not Travel Health Advisory urging U.S. citizens to avoid all international travel. U.S. borders with Canada and Mexico remain closed to all but essential traffic and trade shipments. In addition, the Department of Defense has halted all uniformed and civilian personnel traveling to, from, or through regions and nations with a CDC Level 3 COVID-19 designation 
through the end of June. Further, major regional U.S. military commands have canceled liberty and leave, as well as kept ships at sea to protect sailors and to maintain operational readiness. Despite all of these travel advisories, if you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens, as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, June 6, 2020.